0: Hi, I'm Andrew. And I'm Claire. And this is the weekly screening podcast where we review everything that's been on our screens this week and what's coming up next week. Let's go straight into films, shall we? The first film we have up for grabs is Saltburn 2023. This was the film you picked. Great choice, by the way. So why don't you lead us off?
1: Yeah, so I picked Saltburn because everybody's been talking about it. I've seen it all over my Instagram. And I was like, I got to see what this is about. I think as well, we watched the trailer... A little while ago, maybe even before it came out.
0: How long has it been out for?
1: Not long. I think just like a week or so, a week or two. Maybe like since New Year, so not very long. But it's everywhere. And I just want to see what it's all about, really.
0: (laughs) I can now see why it's everywhere.
1: Yeah, it's definitely... It's out there. Yeah, there's lots to talk about. Like, so so much to talk about. So
0: why don't you give us just a brief overview of the film?
1: It follows a student who's arrived at Oxford. He's a bit of a loner. And he seems quite poor. He's like a scholarship student while everybody there is quite rich. And he befriends one of the popular kids. And after some kind of family trouble, the popular guy says, why don't you come and spend the summer with me at Saltburn, which is his family castle, basically.
0: Yeah, it's a big-ass castle.
1: Yeah, it's a proper castle. And then chaos ensues and wild (laughs) scenes are
0: witnessed. (laughs) So we're going to emphasise that we're going to try and keep this this movie review spoiler-free. Yeah, we're going to try and keep least.
1: the spoilers to a minimum. So we'll discuss scenes, but we won't discuss what happens in the scenes.
0: So what scenes would you be referring to?
1: Well, the two big ones, I would say, I mean, there's a lot. But the two, <laughs> the two that stood out for me that I will never forget watching are the bathtub scene and the grave scene.
0: And the bathtub scene ends with him licking the plug in a bath and we won't say why yeah as if that's not weird enough yeah oh it gets a lot weirder
1: there are those scenes where i was looking at you being like am i i'm not the only one seeing this right like this is actually <laughs> happening same with the grave scene i remember turning oh. to you and being like no no he's not gonna oh oh my god he is gonna do that <laughs> it's
0: the fact that it runs for like 30 seconds it's of one shot so yeah, you don't weren't get a break. shy
1: about showing it no. <laughs> i think as well like we thought it was wild anyway but then after kind of like googling the movie afterwards it's come out that that scene was improvised
0: so is the actor fucked up or is he just going i'm going to make this my role this is my breakout performance that's going to turn me into a fucking star
1: yeah well he has like he showed no fear in that film without like it's not going to be spoiler but he is like full frontal naked for quite a long time in this film
0: you do see his john thomas
1: a lot and i'm like you and some of this some of the stuff that he does i'm like you are fearless okay. like any director who has an even slightly like <laughs> out there scene will be like oh he'll do it no bother after saltburn this is nothing
0: what did you rate of the very end scene
1: well i can see why sophie ellis is it baxter or baxter
0: Oh, good question. Baxter just makes me think of the Sof- soups. Yeah, I know. Sophia Ellis
1: Baxter. Baxter.
0: Anyway, Baxter. I think
1: I can see why she's back in the chart. I With just what imagine song? murder on the dance floor. Not- I just imagine people like watching that scene on a loop. It gave me. Um, I wouldn't. <laughs> it gave me Hugh Grant in Love Actually vibes. You think? Yeah, like the the when to um is it.
0: I don't, rem- I don't remember. I don't remember Hugh Grant getting no. his cock
1: out in that film. <laughs> well, no, not not that, but like the the like dancing to like a pop mm-hmm. classic. That is so funny because I actually feel like Saltburn as a whole kind of reminded me of You season three.
0: Okay, I did get that sort of vibe.
1: Yeah, so you know how like Joe obviously comes to London and he's a professor, so it's all that kind of vibe, and he gets in mm-hmm. with the rich, and they're all a bit crazy. And obviously I thought it I thought that Saltburn was gonna be a bit of a eat the rich story. So without giving any spoilers away, I thought it was really interesting when they revealed the truth about the main character's past. Yes. That's all I'll say. It, it was a good an twist. interesting
0: twist. It was a good twist. Speaking of the cast, it was mainly all British, I think.
1: Oh, no, no, it no, wasn't. No,
0: The characters were ju- they were acting, basically.
1: Yeah. <laughs> My favourite character was the mum. The mum. She had some great one-liners.
0: So she is the main actress in Gone Girl. Gone Girl, yeah. And there's a couple of other films that she's in. I can't remember, but she's a great actress. They had Richard E. Grant, yeah. who I think is great. Yeah. Great actor. The main actor, Barry... Oh, it's some Irish Kegan? last name. Keith, Let's just call him
1: You're half Irish, you should know this.
0: Barry Keegan? Yeah. <laughs> So I've only really seen him as the post-credit scene in the Batman film that was out a few years ago where he's revealed to be the Joker.
1: I think he'd make a great... After seeing Saltburn, he would make a great Joker.
0: Well, I think he's gone into this film thinking, I'm going to make this my own and this is going to be my breakout performance.
1: Yeah, this is going to really, like, catapult him into fame, I think.
0: And I think this could be an instant classic.
1: I think it's going to be our generation's Rocky Horror.
0: It's about ten times better than that, pish.
1: I still, that was
0: terrible. That the, film.
1: I know that we didn't like the second half, but there's something about Rocky Horror that stays with you. The same with Saltburn. There's something about. Well, I think we know which scenes in Saltburn <laughs> are going to stay with us. Um, but yeah, I think it might be our generation's Rocky Horror.
0: Although I did like the Time Warp song, that yeah. that stuck around after thirty years.
1: The one thing I really liked about Saltburn was it was before, like mobile phones really got popular but it's mm. before the smartphone basically yes. but i like the music was very of its time and they were all reading harry potter the last harry potter and i was like yeah of course they would have been cause what an innocent
0: time that was
1: yeah well what was happening at saltburn wasn't particularly innocent no. but i have to say my favorite scene in saltburn was the other bathtub scene where him and the sister the sister kind of basically
0: no spoilers.
1: I know. The sister likens him to a moth, I'll say. And her speech was great. It was really, really good.
0: It was very accurate as well. When you actually decipher what she said, yeah, it was quite accurate. My favourite scene was the karaoke scene where Ooh. he gets... Oh, what's the guy's name again? Oliver. Farley. Oliver. Oh, Oliver, sorry. Oliver to sing... Was it Rent by the Pet Shop Boys? Yeah. And he's got to sing the lyrics which is basically all these people pay for my food, they pay for everything yeah. into a house of rich people. It's yeah. basically admitting he's scum.
1: Yeah, it was a really good kind of get it up you moment. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. What would you give Saltburn out ten?
0: I would probably say ten, actually.
1: Really? Wow. I that's couldn't high. fault
0: it. It was a two hour film that didn't feel like two hours, which in this day and age is a blessing.
1: As much as we kind of figured out the plot it still kept you guessing because i still don't fully understand his motives i think i get it a bit Mm -hmm. but afterwards we were like hold on we need to see what other people are saying about this film (laughs)
0: even that didn't really going on to like reddit explained yeah hearing all these different fan theories didn't really help us out either
1: it's open to interpretation which i quite like
0: question your film your rating what are you giving it
1: i think i'm going to give it a seven Really? Yeah, so it was really good. I did enjoy it, but...
0: Was it too much?
1: Yeah, I felt at times it was, like, pushing the envelope just to push the envelope. And I was like...
0: See, I like that because it's different now.
1: I suppose it had the shock factor, but I was like, are you doing this to push the plot and the characters forward? Or are you just doing it to get people talking? Maybe that's like... Which it did. That's the marketer in me being pessimistic. but
0: but my uh, my final thoughts on it are though is well done amazon because we said yeah. that last year was a terrible film for or terrible year for cinema and films yes and that film burst out at the very end with everybody talking yep. and we're like finally here's a film it could be a classic yeah i would say so i give it 10 out of 10 i'm quite harsh with films
1: yeah i think as well compared to last year we were really disappointed in a lot of the film and tv that came out last year there wasn't a lot of choice while this year like right out the gate you've got something like saltburn we want to go and see priscilla we've got a list of movies that we're read like we're wanting to see so i'm I'm going to
0: cover that in the end here so we'll save that for the credits okay okay so our final film for this week is a film called fingernails
1: this was your pick
0: that was my pick that was out this year that's on apple tv and I've chosen this film because I'm going through the Apple films just now because I've got a free subscription to Apple TV from Sky. I'm basing my film order on, what's is the, is it most popular? Apple TV's mm-hmm. most popular films. I think this is sitting around number 10 just now. Mm-hmm. And based on the synopsis, from what I gather, I've only seen half of it, So, and I don't know the rest of it, but we've we've pretty much guessed the plot as we've gone along. Yeah. It's not that difficult to figure out. It's an alternative world that's very similar to our reality, apart from there's a love test for people. Each partner gives their fingernail to this clinic,
1: whole fingernail, whole
0: fingernail, and they put it in this machine, and it comes up with either zero percent, fifty percent, or one hundred percent. And the one hundred percent means both people, yeah, both people are in love. Fifty percent is one person is in love, and zero percent nobody's in love yeah but it seems to be the whole world is fascinated with this test Mm -hmm. and this clinic offers couples exercises to try and boost your chances of getting a match before you take the test this is a film that i've been watching on my own while you've been doing (laughs) other stuff but you've been pretty engaged with it i would say
1: it's been drawing me in
0: (laughs) why has it been drawing you in
1: i think the the premise is really good the way it's filmed is really interesting. Because it's like a colour
0: grading that's like a lot darker.
1: It's quite grey. It's quite grey. It's, it's very awkward.
0: There's awkward pauses between sentences that you wouldn't normally get in films.
1: There's a lot of...
0: All the ones that I remove in the edits of a podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
1: there's a lot of silence in yes. the film. There's There is a lot of dialogue, but there's a lot of silence which you don't see. And it's interesting because the film is about love, but I feel like none of the characters no. are particularly lovable or feel like they love no. each other.
0: So the film focuses on a young couple, I would say in their late 20s, early 30s. Yeah. Uh, the woman starts a job at the clinic, but not telling her partner. hmm I think she does that to try and figure out what exercises are in the clinic, and she wants to apply that to her own relationship because they passed the love test four years ago. Mm-hmm both parties were happily in love but now I think the guy has become complacent mm-hmm. and he's happy in his ways but she's like there's the lost spark Yeah. and in his mind he's like well we've passed the test so this is us good for life I can just coast in this relationship Yeah. from now on
1: I think you're spot on
0: and so she takes this job to maybe figure out what exercises she can to get this relationship back on track but she ends up meeting somebody at the clinic mm. yes a guy mm-hmm. who I think think she's falling in love for and who i think loves her back but she begins to question can you fall in love with more than one person
1: yeah and i think as well she's seeing results in the clinic and it's starting to question things like when she got a zero percent for one of the couples she was working with and it's like oh hold on this isn't like they, they seemed really good together i don't understand how that came back with zero
0: nobody seems to have the thought that oh this test doesn't matter we're happy together it seems to be that if you're a couple you need to take the test you need to verify that you are meant to be with each other no matter if you think there's love there or not it Mm -hmm. seems to be a a grading system so some of the exercises Mm. that it's covered so far to make you fall in love with your partner or to test your love first of all is the smelling test yeah so you are blindfolded in a room full of 30 strangers in their pants yeah. including your partner and you have to go around and smell everyone's natural you have to smell your partner's natural odor odor mm-hmm. they and they then, mix you, them around. then you mix them around then you have to go and smell every single individual in that room lift up their arm or just have a little sniff around and figure out which one is your true love mm-hmm. and the guy passed the test. He did. Poor you if you have to do that to me love. <laughs>
1: I thought some of the tests were a bit sadistic. So there's one where when you're kind of hooked up to a machine that gives you an electric shock and when your partner leaves, you have to shock yourself to kind of associate them leaving with pain with pain.
0: Which is that's quite mm-hmm. cruel and quite brutal. I get the thinking behind it.
1: Yeah, there was another one which they just they ended up not running because the cinema, the owner of the cinema pulled out of it. It was that you have the couples in a cinema watching romantic films, like they were doing like a Hugh Grant like marathon, and then they don't know it, but the cinema's going to fill with smoke and there's going to be a fire, and it's a fake fire, but it's going to be a fire to see if they protect like their loved one or it's yeah. I just feel it's very like it's a bit like being a lab rat. It's very sadistic. I also just think like surely you know if you're in love. Don't you?
0: You do well. Not to them; they don't. Yeah. They they almost need a verification that says yes, we are in love. Mm-hmm. So therefore, I'm going to be happy with this person forever.
1: I also like the like the fingernail removing process is quite gruesome.
0: Well, they don't actually show it. No, but that's thing, because you have to look away. But what they do is they put a stick in your mouth. They turn the camera so it's focusing on somebody's back, and mm-hmm. then they just get a pair of pliers and their fingernail pulled off, and it's Whoa. just more of a, like a ow.
1: I don't know, there's a bit of screaming. The there first is a bit time. of screaming,
0: and you can see sometimes the fingernails out, which mm-hmm. is a bit bleh.
1: It's a bit gruesome. Here's a question for you Would you take the test? No. No, me neither no. I don't. I don't
0: believe in a test is needed to tell if you're in love with somebody or not. No. Oh, what old romantic I sound. <laughs> Aren't you a lucky girl? <laughs> so, the cast, I hadn't actually seen the female lead b- before. Don't think so. The male, not the male lead who's in the clinic. But her. her partner he seems to be in everything nowadays
1: He was i forget his name now was in the bear and, and he's he, just had that kind of viral calvin klein ad
0: and he's going to be in iron claw yeah which is the wrestling film that we want to watch yeah so we're only halfway through she's managed to get the fingernail of the guy she works with because he volunteered it to help a couple out when mm-hmm. they were scared of getting it done mm-hmm. after everyone's pissed off home she's taken her own fingernail off and she's going to do the she's gonna do the test.
1: Now, we know the results of the test, but we won't say just now, just because no spoilers.
0: No spoilers. I feel like to do a review, though, we need to do some spoilers. Maybe because this film's not going to be big. Maybe next week. No, well, no, we
1: can leave it there. We'll leave it she's, there. So she's she's done the test, so she's got a result between her and this guy at work that she's, she's like, oh, there's something there.
0: Mm. We'll leave it at that.
1: We'll leave it at that. What would you rate it out of ten?
0: I'd probably go with eight and a half. I'm really enjoying it. Every single Apple film that I've watched so far has been great. Mm -hmm. But I would say this continues on that trend. Eight out of ten. What did I say? Did I say eight or eight and a half? I think you said eight. Eight. Eight out of ten. And you? I'm going to go six. Six?
1: Six. So for me, it's a bit brutal in places. And also it's quite a slow burn. So although it's brought me into the story, because obviously I was like reading my book or whatever like that and i ended up putting it down to watch it with you i'm not rushing to see the end of it like Saltburn, no. we were going to watch halfway through and then finish it the next night but we were like no we need to see how this ends but with this one i could bow s- out now and not know and not be bothered but
0: Saltburn, i would say is a romp where it's like everything happens all the time well mm. this one is a slow burn and you said to me that's one of the reasons why you liked it before because you can see her relationship breaking down slowly like yeah. it would do in real life.
1: That part was interesting. So you see what happens when a relationship does just fade. Like nothing terrible has happened. There's been no shouting or screaming, no cheating, no nothing like that. It's just the spark is gone. And it's that's not something you see often on film. No, it's not. So I thought that was really interesting. I think the thing that's not selling it for me is... I don't feel chemistry between any of the characters. so I I do, I do. do So I will
0: differ with you on that. With Yes, I do. With what they're going for, what they're trying to achieve. Okay. I get there.
1: I'm not wanting any of the characters to win. Like, I don't really care who she ends up with. So I'm not emotionally invested in it. No? No, they've not made me care enough about the characters. I think the concept is really clever. Although I don't know why it can't just be like a fingernail clipping. Why can't you just like... Clip the top Yeah, off I the feel nail.
0: like it doesn't need to be that level of cruelty, that level of.
1: I don't know if that's um, maybe part of the thing, is like, how dedicated are you? Would you. I wonder. It's a good idea. Yeah, actually. I wonder if that's part of the thing, is like, it could just be, you could just cut the nail, but instead, by taking the whole thing, it's making that, like, commitment.
0: I like that, actually.
1: There we go. I should have been erased <laughs> for that.
0: Right, let's uh, leave that then for next mm-hmm. week, where we finish the film, which I'm looking forward to, by the way. Yeah. Let's get on to TV shows now. Yes. So I thought I'd start with Ted Lasso. You so finished it. I finished it. I finally watched the season finale. Boy, that was a it was a long one. It was over. I think it was an hour and fifteen minutes.
1: Yeah, that's long. It was
0: long, but it was a good season finale, actually. I had <laughs> shat on the whole season. <laughs>
1: the whole season three. <laughs> I
0: had shat on the whole season three, but the season finale was very good. It brought an end to the, a lot of character arcs that had sort of been... It sort of skipped ahead, though. Mm. So the last episode skipped multiple storyline points that they just sort of glossed over okay. just so they could finish them.
1: Like things that you wanted to be tied up in a better way? You feel like they just... Up without explaining yes, why.
0: like I'm just going to assume that you guys have watched this. Um, so it's been out for a while. It's been out for a while. So Nate, who is the the coach who had deserted them to go to the league's favourites, West Ham, um, his sort of redemption storyline of coming back and realizing that money and fame are not everything. It's who you surround yourself with. He was nice going,
1: life lesson there.
0: It was very well put, <laughs> don't you think? And. He was going to apologise to Ted and you'd see him apologise to everyone at his original club mm-hmm. in order to get back in the coaching staff. And they just skipped all over that. First scene in the finale episode or one of the first scenes is him on the coaching staff. No apologies. Everyone just sort of accepted that he's back mm-hmm. after he's fucked them over.
1: That's a shame because it's something that you would you would want to see that play out. Yes. Yeah, no, I get that.
0: But... I will say the overall series is a thumbs up from me. I'm sorry that we, oh, if we'd okay. started the podcast earlier, I could have gone into a bit more depth, but yeah, with everything that we're watching, it sort of got lost in the shuffle. I think now. as well,
1: because you were getting towards the end of it. It's different when you're talking about something from the beginning. Yes. But So how, if you had to rate season one, two and three out of 10,
0: Season Season one, I would give a ten. I thought it was brilliant.
1: You were laughing a lot.
0: I was a laugh a minute. Yeah. Season two, I would give a eight and a half. Okay. And then season three, I'd give a five.
1: It's so strange, isn't it? Because I feel like normally by season three, shows are really reaching their stride. A lot of my favorite seasons of various like TV shows. But you see, because
0: three. this one, I believe, was brought in with a three series character arc. Yeah. They knew what the ending was going to be. Mm-hmm. So it felt like in the beginning it was this raw thing where they were trying to find their feet. And that's what made it special. I see, yeah. Because they were trying to be funny. They were trying to be light. The humour of an American in that sort of environment yeah. in England mm-hmm. was great. Yeah. But then they just made it all about drama and... Politics, politics political issues it yeah. didn't need to happen blah 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 yeah i yep. get that 5 out of 10 and at this point i didn't get to speak about it more cuz i really enjoyed that first season but mm-hmm. hey who I might that might be my next show
1: is that is that it
0: yes that's so it. far that's it so i don't believe there's a, i don't four. believe it's been commissioned for season 4 yet okay in which case i will deep dive back into it yeah next up we have scrubs season 3 continuation we are now episode seven through fourteen mm-hmm. in this little section of Scrubs. We have seen JD and Danny get together, which yes. is Jordan's sister. Yep. Who that was is a nice wee so twist. she's a board member of the hospital. Jordan and she's the wife, ex-wife,
1: ex-wife of, of JD's, JD's mentor. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I've just your worse. <laughs> You're anymore. just so excited
0: to speak <laughs> about it. Danny is Jordan's sister. So, mm-hmm. why don't you try and explain their relationship?
1: don't really see danny and jordan interact much actually but she kind of comes into the hospital and jd doesn't really notice her at first but then kind of takes a shine to her does he go out for her sleeps with her and then it comes out that she's jordan's sister which you were shocked at because you did i I obviously knew because i've seen scrubs but that was a nice little twist for you i didn't see that coming yeah the
0: first thing i thought when i saw her was that's the girl from american pie yeah and shark (laughs) nado Which you will watch at one point because it is a shit fest. (laughs) So, other than that, on Scrubs, I feel like the character development of Doctor Cox is interesting. Yeah. Because the first few seasons that we watched, he was just very much this grumpy guy who -hmm. was always right, but sort of hated himself, and you never really understood why.
1: I think he like hates and loves himself in equal measure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: A weird dynamic that is though. Quite a complex one, mm-hmm. but it seems in this this particular set of episodes we've watched, he finds out that he'd rather be respected as a doctor than happy. Yeah, is what I found, and I don't know if that's because he realizes that his position as the head doctor is to is for the patients, and if his staff don't respect him, then he's putting the patients at risk because they're taking their job a lot more lightly than they should.
1: He he definitely puts the patients first, especially compared to Kelso. But I think it's also like an ego thing; like he likes to be the best. He's very competitive. So if people are letting the team down, he's, mm. he's going to call you out on it.
0: I agree. The last episode we had, which I didn't actually... S-
1: I'm so surprised you didn't see it coming, because you're no. really good at spotting things like this.
0: Are we going to give spoilers for Scrubs? I mean, it yes. has been oh, out yeah, a long Scrubs time. yeah, Scrubs has been out for way too long. Is Jordan's brother, his death. Yeah. So the whole episode is focused around that no one can really see him.
1: When he first comes into the hospital, he's told that he's not had a checkup for his leukaemia in two years, and he kind of gets a row from that from Dr. Cox, being like, what are you doing? And the people are interact with him then, but then you hear that a patient has died and it's made to look like it's an old patient. And then after that, Dr. Cox is still talking to Ben and Ben's following him around, but nobody else actually really interacts with him, you see. So like they kind of look in his direction, but it's because Dr. Cox is looking in that direction that they're being like, what's he looking mm-hmm. at? And then at the end, you, you you said you can see he's clearly like sleep deprived. He's not gone home. He's not shaved in days. It
0: looked like he'd actually not slept for that entire day. And he was coming in to, act, to work. To work, yeah. As an actor, not having slept the day, which I thought that's commitment right there.
1: Yeah. And then it ends with they're all at Ben's funeral. I'll be honest with you, the next couple of episodes deal with that and how Dr. Cox deals with that. Really? Yeah, so as much as Scrubs is a comedy, it does a bit like Friends and a bit like How I you Met Your Mother when Marshall's dad dies. So as much as it's a comedy, it has these moments in it where it, it does get you in, it gets you in the feels, it gets you emotionally.
0: I did not actually see that coming, his brother dying.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised. Any of the
0: clues in the episodes must have just gone straight over my nut.
1: Yeah, because in JD's narration, he goes through all the stages of grief. So it's really clever writing, because as he's talking, he's talking through it. He talks about denial, and then at the end he talks about like acceptance. So he goes mm-hmm. through the stages of grief throughout the episode. I just
0: must have missed all that. It's so one it's of those going, things what that... What the fuck is going on here?
1: <laughs> I think it's one of those things that you don't appreciate in the moment, but when you rewatch it, mm-hmm. you do. It's a bit like in How I Met Your Mother on the countdown to... At the end of the episode, Lily tells Marshall his dad's died. Throughout that episode, there's a countdown. And I didn't notice that until I think I saw it somewhere and I rewatched the episode and you see it, there's a countdown to like, throughout all the numbers, like they'll be on doors, they'll be on menus, mm-hmm. they'll be on like advertisements behind the characters and stuff. It was
0: really well done. Cause it's You, really you well told done. me about that before we watched it and said, watch yeah. out for this.
1: Um, and then it gets to like, even the fact that Lily's cab is a number, or Marshall's cab is a number one. And that's the one and then that's it, zero, she tells him. And like, there's another bit in How I Met Your Mother as well, where they're having an argument or in the bar. And as argument's going on, you see a couple's life play out in the background. They're on like their first date. Then you see them, she, he proposes, they get married. Then you see them with their son and then their son goes off to college. So it's a really clever, I think Scrubs is like that, where when you watch it later on and you already know what happens, you can pick up on the nuances and the clever writing and stuff like that.
0: The subtle writing.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: That's not so in-your-face in comedy that maybe I'm getting. So maybe yeah. maybe that's a good way to watch it then.
1: Yeah, I think that's why these shows they're good, which is why you rewatch them. But, but they you, hold up. Yeah, and you get a new appreciation for them when mm. you rewatch it because you're like, oh, I didn't notice that. La-. Like, I I honestly think that's the first time I clicked that JD goes through the stages of grief when he's doing the narration. Really? Yeah, because I spotted before that nobody interacts with Ben after the first bit. Mm. But because I already knew what happened, I was listening more to JD and I was like, oh, hold on, he's going through. Yeah, very clever.
0: Another character point that I would like to know is Elliot. Yes. So she was beginning to become this really cool, badass woman who didn't really care what people thought. And now she's going back to her old pathetic is too strong a word, is it? Yeah, Not so she, really.
1: she would kind of got confident and now she's losing that confidence a bit. But I think, again, I think that's quite good because when you're on that journey, you don't just become confident overnight you will have like slips and kind of setbacks so i think it's good that they've included that to be like she's been doing really well but sometimes you can have a wobble um and then you just got to build yourself back up again
0: i hope she changes because she's starting to get my tits again
1: i think they did well with the casting of that one because i think elliot could have been a really really unlikable character but you do end up liking her
0: she does have a sort of sympathetic face to her yeah. Which is very well, ca- uh, which is as you said, she's very well cast,
1: and she can also have her funny moments like she kind of like was taking the piss out of Turk a bit in this episode. So, yeah, I think it was really good casting on their part because she could have been very unlikable.
0: Right now, we're going to go on some of the other one off shows that we've watched this year, shows. So, the first one is the new season of Anton Deck's Limitless Win.
1: I'd never seen this before,
0: no so it is it's a game show here in the UK hosted by Anthony and Declan
1: oh wow <laughs> you never hear them called that
0: no you don't well you be, it's a game show where you try and win money
1: you can win millions which is really unusual for a UK game show
0: so that's why we're watching this one in particular is that I think the top prize was six million
1: yeah six million yeah I like your chances of getting that are
0: and we love some we love Ant and Deck yeah some Geordie's bike a groove yeah <laughs> So, give me some, give me an overview of the game show, if you can, my love.
1: So, all the answers to the questions are numbers,
0: which makes it better as a viewer. Yeah, because we watch the chase. The chase is. A, it's be a quiz show. where it gives you three multiple choice answers, mm-hmm. but some of it can be very difficult and complicated questions. Yeah, where they at numbers, you can at least take a stab. You can take a punt.
1: Yeah, I think that's the whole thing. Is you've you know like something, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. and. You, oh God, you're going to actually get me to explain how this game works.
0: Do do you want me to take over? Yeah. It basically works by a ladder, and the more questions you get right, the higher up the ladder you go, the more money you win.
1: Yeah, but it depends on your Your answer. answer, so... If the answer is like five, you'd only move up five rungs. But if the answer to the question is like 22, you move up 22. So it also depends on the questions you're given. Yes.
0: And if you guess higher than the answer, you lose everything. Yep,
1: you're right. But if you
0: guess lower, you lose lives. And lives are won by questions at the very start of the round, which is just a quick fire round of questions. Yeah. Which each question is worth five lives. So you get five questions, right? You get 25 lives. Yeah. So the first pair that we saw were two sisters in their oh i don't want to say late late 50s early 60s yeah that were really lovely they were so adorable pair they (laughs) were
1: they were stressful to watch they were really funny but they were just like some of the guesses they went for i was like you know that's too low
0: bless them one of them was only on it to try and win her husband a cruise around the world
1: yeah no the other one wanted to win a place to live Oh, yeah, I was just like, come on, you guys are so lovely, you deserve to win the money.
0: <laughs> so I took note of a few questions that they had to answer. The first one I've got is how old do you have to be to buy a house in the UK?
1: We had different answers for this. I said 16.
0: I said 18.
1: And the answer was?
0: 18. Yes. Why did you think it was 16? Just out of Well, you can
1: get married at 16 and join the army at 16. So I was like, well, if you can join the army and get married, then surely you can buy a house. No,
0: because no, I think you have to be, you know, have to be have a full time job.
1: You can have a full time job at sixteen.
0: Or a well paying job to have a mortgage. Because be, be I, I didn't to, have a well
1: paying no. job at eighteen.
0: Because <laughs> it's up to the bankers to determine who's eligible. Yeah. So I thought I would thought they would have eighteen because an eighteen year old is more likely to pay the bills on time than a sixteen year old. I
1: get that.
0: Another question which you were very shocked at.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So what pieces are there in the Monopoly?
1: So I had. A top hat, an iron, a thimble, a dog. I can't remember the other ones, but there was ones in there. I don't know. Like they had a penguin and a cat. I don't remember there being I I don't and remember them
0: being a penguin and a cat.
1: I don't know if there was different versions, because I remember there being a boot, and I remember there being a wheelbarrow,
0: a dog. Yeah, a dog. Thimble. Yeah. Thimble no, no, and I had, thimble. I had thimble. thimble. Thimble was the only one I could remember. Thimble and an iron.
1: But yeah, I, I got six, and they said there was eight. So next time we play Monopoly, we don't really like play Monopoly. I was gonna say next time we play it's Monopoly, a okay. shit game. You hate. It. I quite like Monopoly. I hate it because I just it.
0: sat in the same place, just going pass. Yeah, past, past like twelve. Past twelve. Oh,
1: past like twelve dollars, got eight back. Give, and me, like,
0: give me kerplunk over that any day of the week. <laughs> and the final question that they decided to skip on and bank all the money they'd won was how tall is a relay baton in centimeters?
1: Yeah, so I think it was the like the maximum. Length. It was maximum or minimum length. Yeah. Be a kind so they'd only
0: gone for 10, which is fucking short.
1: Yeah, to try and get like two hands on it while you're running to pass between you, I was like, it's definitely not 10. I had 30 in my head, I'll be honest. I thought 20 to 30.
0: You had 30 in your head. Yeah. The correct answer. <laughs> you're telling me this now. <laughs> I can tell you that she did not say that at the time. <laughs> but no, I'm looking forward to seeing that show again next week. It's
1: interesting questions.
0: It's a couple this time. And I think they've banked up to what have they got? I think it's five grand so far, it, leading yeah. into episode two. So
1: those sisters won a hundred grand. Hundred, grand. which is insane. It was so good. I was like, hundred grand, like, yeah. You wouldn't say no to that, would you?
0: No, they seemed buzzing. They seemed. It's not over just the that. Moon. It
1: seemed like easy money compared to some other game shows. Like we hate Pointless, yeah. because Pointless to me pointless is pointless if you win because you are you get like a grand and you have to work so hard to win it's so difficult to win
0: and the last round seems almost impossible,
1: impossible. and you get like 1200 pound and i'm like you can go on and x limitless win and come away with 100 grand and it's a lot easier
0: no nope. we're looking forward to it next week yeah another show that we watched this week was michael mosley yeah His secrets of your big shop. So we love shows like this on channel five, channel four. I think the
1: thing is that these are so interesting because they affect all of us. Like, especially here, I say, especially here in the UK, I think this is a worldwide thing right now, but we are in a cost of living crisis. Inflation is insane. We talk a lot about our big shop and also we're very careful about like trying to be healthy Mm -hmm. and obviously trying to eat healthy is a bit more expensive as well. So we're always talking about how can we, wh- where do we shop to get the best deal, to get good healthy food. Is what we're buying actually good for us? Is it not good for us?
0: The overview of this show is there's this bloke, English bloke, who I'd never heard of before. You'd heard of him.
1: I've seen him around, yeah.
0: And he basically attaches himself to a family for a week mm-hmm. where he investigates their food habits, how often they're eating.
1: Any health issues they might have, any like weight issues they might have.
0: If they're suffering from symptoms, maybe it's a food-related cause,
1: yeah, like uh, type two diabetes.
0: Yes, which is on the rise yes. quite a lot. Yeah. So it seems to me that he starts off interviewing the couple on their weekly food shop, yeah. what they sort of spend, their eating habits, if they think they're healthy, if they think they're snacky. Yeah, he asks tooth. like,
1: "What do you? What do your meals look like? What do you eat in a week?"
0: So he tries to basically gauge their honesty
1: because he said a lot of people actually consume way more calories than they think Mm -hmm. i think it's like spending if you ask somebody what they spend in a month compared to what they actually spend in a month i don't think you're lying i think you just don't realize
0: so once he's interviewed them, he then has this little stint where he poses a cashier mm-hmm. in their local supermarket mm-hmm. and he pops up when they come to the till and goes through every single item that they've purchased. Yeah. And this is where they get found out, where they've actually yeah. said they're being healthy when they when they end up buying a fuck ton of sweets. So the family this week had said they were healthy, they eat a lot of salads. Didn't Protein, really? yeah. Protein. Vegetables. And when they came to the till there was three bottles of wine and there was like six massive bottles of cola. Yeah. With and a fuck ton of biscuits. Yeah. Fuck ton of sweets. And they were like, oh, but that's, you didn't really ask us what we were eating for meals. These are just sort of snacks. The and, guy, yeah. the guy was eating trail mix. Yeah. Which is, normally it is high in protein, but it's also very high in fats.
1: Also, was trail mix is healthy if you only have a little bit of it, but he was, he was taking big Tupperwares of it. Oh yeah. The other thing is, is that all the cola was for him and all the wine is for her. So like if you drink three bottles of wine a week, it doesn't matter how much chicken and veg you're in
0: <laughs> so then they get back to the house and the guy unpacks all their food and puts it on their kitchen counter and he had actually put in the coke into pint glasses and then put them hidden them in the cupboard so when the bloke comes in opens up the cupboard door and he sees 38 pint glasses filled with coke yeah for the week for the week do you know how much sugar that would be
1: I don't even think I drink that in a year. Well, they said... There'll be lots of people that do drink that in a week, though. Well, they
0: tested his bloods and they said that he was just on the verge of type 2 diabetes because yeah. of his blood sugar level. You know, thank God he found Michael when he did.
1: Yeah, and he managed to reverse that in the month because he cut... Fair play to him. He, he really went, like... Uh, he initially Michael said him, half. Yeah, Michael asked him to cut to cut out half and he cut it right down from, like, 36, 38 pints to just 4
0: which was good on him.
1: That's that's really impressive to be able to do that.
0: And she cut it down. She cut out the wine completely. I
1: think she did. Yeah, I
0: think. And they both reduced massively.
1: Yeah, they did. Bless them. They were so lovely. I was so glad that they did well Cause because it's it's difficult to do that.
0: Because the woman, uh, the mother in this family, she was having trouble sleeping. Yeah. Which I didn't know was for her health, like her health reasons. Like they said that every. Couple of seconds, she actually stopped breathing in her sleep, and that was a cycle through all her sleep pattern. Yeah. And she felt tired all the time, and she thought, "I'm trying, I'm trying to get my eight hours of sleep, but for some reason, I'm still tired all the time." Mm-hmm. And then he monitored it and found out you're actually periods of your sleep where you're not breathing. Yeah. So and hence, that so henceforth, your brain's working trying to figure out what's wrong. So you're actually not getting the benefits from sleeping, which is why you're feeling tired mm-hmm. all the time.
1: That was also to do with the fact she was drinking like wine at night. Wasn't helping either. Yes.
0: So once they switched their diet, she said her sleep felt amazing and she was actually feeling much more awake. Yeah. Much more aware, much more active. So did the so did the guy. It was unfortunate that he was a trucker. So it's very That's easy difficult. for a trucker to have that yeah. I don't know, you get home, you have a quick pizza in the oven, quick lasagna.
1: You're also sitting down all day, like you're driving for mm-hmm. hours and hours and hours. And he
0: was just poaching away on trail mix the whole time.
1: Yeah. Which is and not not well, good I was for thinking you. he's been healthy, which you would. You would like be yeah. like, Oh, it's not like crisps and chocolate. I have so much respect for people that, that do that, that put themselves through that and make changes and like, good on them. They were so lovely.
0: He also discussed some viral health hacks. Yeah. So one of them being that lettuce tea makes you hella sleepy, mm-hmm. which got, what do they call it? Debunked. Debunked straight away because they said the concentration you would need of lettuce would be a truckload in yeah. order to have that much effect on you.
1: Yeah. So lettuce tea would make you sleepy, but it would need to be an amount that you couldn't yeah. consume.
0: <laughs> another one which i thought was shit straight off the bat was healthy cola which is just
1: balsamic vinegar
0: balsamic vinegar and soda water
1: yeah like flavored soda water which this looked, this do- sounds just you, 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 like you saw the
0: people on the tiktok videos doing it going yeah. oh this tastes exactly the same no. and when you actually see him do it putting no. the vinegar in
1: i just thought i did, I did think it looked like cola but it was, just, it was just vinegar you might as well just drink balsamic vinegar
0: ouch no, we're excited to watch that again next week. Mm -hmm. I'm interested to see him change quite a few people's lives. Yeah. And also the nations on how you shop. Yeah. And how the main thing seems to be snacking. Snacking seems to be the thing that people forget.
1: You're telling me. (laughs) (laughs) Preaching to the choir.
0: (laughs) Another show that we decided to watch this week was the rise and fall of Playboy. Yeah. So Playboy is quite a, a global magazine. Maybe not anymore. But we were shocked to see how long it was on the go for.
1: Yeah, I really thought it was like an early 2000s thing. I didn't Mm realise it's been around since the 60s. Because
0: it started off as magazine, this magazine to show nude pictures.
1: Yeah, so Hugh Hefner bought nude pictures of Marilyn Monroe and printed them in the magazine without her consent. And that's how Playboy started. I I had no idea. That launched it.
0: That launched it.
1: If you had said to me, were Marilyn Monroe and Playboy around at the same time, I would have said No.
0: No. And you know what's really shit for that is because he's buried next to her.
1: Oh, that's aw- that was awful. I cannot believe no. that... Oh, no.
0: So it seems that Playboy started out as a magazine that showed nude pictures of women. Yeah. Then it went on to have clubs. So the yeah. Playboy clubs that were around various places in...
1: But the Playboy clubs, they weren't like strip clubs. It was like waitresses who were dressed up in bunny outfits and it was very look but don't touch. Yeah.
0: Then I think they turned in casinos Casinos. Mm -hmm. where it was still the playboy girls in their little bunny outfits working tables
1: yeah but But, again it was look don't touch it wasn't like
0: which does seem that's an okay atmosphere to be in
1: well especially they spoke about the london club and the london club seemed to really like thrive yeah and every every like former bunny that they spoke to really liked working there and they said that like the staff had their back and if somebody got handsy that was it they got chucked out their Their membership membership got got, revoked yep and that was it Done. done
0: And then it went from the clubs to then the Playboy mansions. So there was one in Chicago and then one in Los Angeles. Yeah. And eventually the one in in Los Angeles was the primary one, which is the one everyone's heard of, the Playboy mansion.
1: Hugh Hefner's mansion.
0: Why did we decide to watch this? Well,
1: I think that Playboy was a thing when we were kids, believe it or not. Like, I remember Mm. having a Playboy, I think, cushion or something, like the bunny cushion... In my kid is in my bedroom as a kid which is really odd now that i think about it but it was like cool to have playboy stuff then mm-hmm. which now is a bit i mean i was like 8 but loads of my friends did as well like you said you remember like girls turning up for school with like playboy pencil cases yep.
0: that was the main thing playboy jotters
1: i knew playboy was obviously a magazine and that's how it started and i knew about the mansion and i knew about Hugh Hefner like the only kind of things i knew about playboy other than magazines the only ki- bits i would kind of seen of the mansion were from the film the house bunny mm-hmm. with emma stone hugh Hefner's in and actual like playboy bunnies are in
0: yeah you recognized a few
1: yeah but i really didn't know much about it so i was interested to learn more just like how did that even happen like how is this old dude <laughs> allowed to have this massive mansion with all these like girls hanging around i was just like how did how did this happen yeah.
0: Well, it seemed that the mansion was shut down for ten years between nineteen eighty-five to nineteen ninety-five,
1: something like that. Some, they they kind of like said it was because of AIDS, didn't they? The kind yeah, of they
0: said there was a lot of shit that went down in the mansion that got well, yeah. unreported. So the the good thing about this show was that at the very end, it was showing you that a lot of the girls got justice.
1: No, they didn't get any justice.
0: No, like the Bill Cosby, like he got
1: he got done, but like Hugh Hefner, no, he a lot happened that there wasn't justice. The only one that got caught was Bill.
0: Did it not say there was a few others nope. that got done? Nope. Were they all celebrities? Most of them were celebrities. Yeah, it was And you said they probably had to sign NDAs. I'd
1: imagine they had been paid off and signed NDAs.
0: That's not right, though, is it? No. It was good to watch because we weren't that familiar with Playboy because it was a little bit before our time. Mm-hmm. So it was a good thing to see sort of the overview of it. It's interesting. The rise and fall to see how big it was. It's
1: was interesting to learn about it. And I liked that it was pretty much told by
0: the bunnies
1: yeah by the bunnies that was really good there was one there's one playboy bunny jackie who worked in she wasn't in the mansion she was in one of the clubs and she was brilliant i loved her i was like i just yeah she was fantastic so i liked that it was from the woman's point of view it's from the playboy bunny's point of view i mean obviously it wasn't gonna mm-hmm. be from hugh's point of view because he, he died in 2021 mm-hmm. but it's just interesting watching it like that would just not fly now no, it wouldn't not with <laughs> this day and age with censorship and all that. No, there's no way. I don't. I still don't really understand how it got to happen then, like
0: because at that time, sex sells. It doesn't really do that now, but pre-born, pre-internet, yeah, sex it, sells. But like,
1: but like I understand the magazine and the clubs and the casinos, but I just don't understand the mansion. I can understand the draw if you're a celebrity and you want to go there, but if like some creepy old dude. When I want to have all these young, like 20, like teen- late teenagers, mm. early 20 year olds live in this big house with me. Yeah, t- no.
0: No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Are you glad we watched it?
1: Yeah, I thought it was really interesting. It was really interesting. To, there's so much that I learned about it. It's just, I feel like we've watched a, a lot of content this week that's been a bit of a difficult watch at times. Mm. We've We've not gone into all of them during this podcast but we've, we've watched the rolf harris documentary and andrew tate documentary we decided not to talk about them on the podcast because it'd be a bit heavy Yeah, <laughs> but it's a bit heavy going this week and i'm looking forward to some a bit more lighter some cheerier content <laughs> next week it's great to know about all these things because we were aware of them like we they've were quite, happened yeah we were quite young for playboy but we remember it rolf harris again we were young for but we remember it and andrew tate is very recent yeah i think it's good just to
0: be aware. Be of aware of
1: things, yeah, and know the stories behind them.
0: Also, I'm I'm glad we watched it too. Yeah, I was going to talk about the Martin Lewis Money Show, but I think we'll skip that this week. Yeah, basically, because he he's on next week, so I yeah. think we'll just combine the two shows yeah. uh, into next week. It's basically a show how to save money in the current climate.
1: Yeah, especially.
0: And I kind of want you to tell me you be your story next week about how he saved you some money before on your student debt.
1: Thanks, Martin. Martin Lewis for Prime Minister, please.
0: Thank you, Martin. (laughs) Right, let's get on to gaming now. So at the moment, I'm still playing Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which is on the PlayStation 5. So you know a little bit about the Star Wars universe. So you know Mm -hmm. a little bit about what's going on, the context of it. Yeah. So the main point of this game is to restore the Jedi Order, which has been destroyed by the Empire. Do you remember mm-hmm. the Empire? By basically going through different planets, trying to find clues where this holocron is, mm-hmm. which is different than a hologram, I'm told, which tells you where all the Jedi future children are that are Force-sensitive to rebuild the Jedi Order. Do you remember who the Jedi were? Yoda. Yoda. And uh, Baby Yoda.
1: Ewan McGregor.
0: Ah. Oh, Obi-Wan <laughs> Kenobi. You remember him? Yeah. So at this moment in time I'm on the last planet Datamir and I've finally been given the location of this device, Thingy jig And I'm going through quite a few bosses just now that require a lot of button mashing that you seem to Yeah, I to you. Out. I was like,
1: Wow, you're really you're really going for it on that controller right now. <laughs> now.
0: Giving it the big one.
1: Yeah.
0: I've also managed to unlock the dual lightsaber, which you think's pretty cool. Yeah. Which is like Darth Maul and Phantom Menace. So it's a lightsaber that goes out both ends.
1: See to me I just thought Ahsoka.
0: Ah, so, no, but she's got two lightsabers. Oh okay. That's a de- fake fan. <sighs>
1: I don't know. I guess so confused.
0: Fake fan. <laughs> I'm a bit annoyed about my lightsaber colour though. I like can you not purple. Change it? You can change it between blue, green and orange. Oh, I would colors. really like purple. I like the that was Samuel L. Jackson's colour. Ah oh, that's and cool. that, that's a good colour. Love Samuel But no I think I'm getting close to the final boss. So okay. I'm getting there. I'm getting there slowly. Mm-hmm. Cuz it, it's, it's a good game though. Mm-hmm. I'm unlocking more and more abilities so I can use the force to push and pull objects so I can go back to planets that I'd been in before to do the little collectibles and do oh, my yeah. little like
1: side quests Side stuff. Quest. Yeah. We do
0: love a side quest, yeah. don't we? But no, I'm getting there. I'm hoping by next week I'll have gone on the big boss. Yeah. So that's the the she's called the second sister. Okay. So she's in charge of seeking we'll out
1: happened to the first one. <laughs>
0: edit that one out <laughs> God, I feel like a, I feel like a fake fan now <laughs> but no I think I'm getting close to the final boss she's the second sister so she's in charge of going out and searching for the Jedi to destroy them okay. so I hope I kick her kick, her butt, kick <laughs> her butt so you've not really played any Hogwarts Legacy this week
1: no the only thing I've played this week is Fay Farm had an update um, so, so what,
0: I, what is Fae Farm? quickly
1: <laughs> that's what it says in the tin fairy farming so you're fairy it's old,
0: fairy farm or fae farm
1: fae farm but fae is in fairy right um no
0: i'm lost on that
1: so it's a bit like you remember farmville on facebook yes it's like if you cross that with having magical powers so i've been doing that they released a free update i've only explored it a little bit so far it's not really what i wanted it to be i thought it was going to expand the game more i don't really see the point in it so far no, no, um, but we'll put a pin in that, and I'll come back to it next week. But so far, not too impressed with the Fay Farm update. I thought it would unlock a new like part of the world, which it did, but then there didn't really seem to be much in that world. I don't think I can like build in it or anything, so I was like, mm, what's the point in having this part of the map if I can't do anything in it or really gain no. much from it? So we'll see, I might be wrong. I need to explore it further. It was just a very quick. Let's see what this is about. Mm, not what I thought.
0: So now we're coming on to the final section of the podcast, which is what's next. Yes. So back to games. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you're going to pick up Hogwarts Legacy this week?
1: Oh, I don't know. We've got we've got quite busy weeks coming up. I'll see. I've also I've got my book to read for book club because mm-hmm. I live such an exciting life. But <laughs> so you yeah, think we'll you see. might be
0: a bit light on the gaming this week.
1: Probably because we also. Last week I said we're not watching The Traitors because it's on every night. I was incorrect. It's on only three nights a week, so we've decided to watch The Traitors and we're hooked. We're not going to talk about it this week. No, we'll maybe week.
0: we'll talk about it next week. But
1: we're hooked on The Traitors. So it's a British so, show
0: on council television Yes. that will explain the... We'll
1: do all, all, we'll next do all that week.
0: next week. Yeah. It's great so far. It's
1: great, love it. We're
0: starting at season two though.
1: Yeah, we didn't watch season we one. We didn't
0: watch season one. We don't have time to watch season one, to Might be Might
1: actually we Could maybe in the future go back and watch season one.
0: True, yeah. You can find the time for us. <laughs> I think we will. Scrubs, we're going to continue on with Scrubs. Yep, I think we're getting closer to Turk's wedding. I think that's what they're doing. Turk going. and Carla's yeah, wedding. I think that's yeah. what we're going for. The fallout from that's Van what we're going Dine. for in the season finale. I think. Yep, I'm excited to watch that. Will we get to the season finale? What are we, episode 14. 14? I don't think no, so. We'll probably get, we'll get three or four more episodes. I'm still excited to see. The build up to the wedding. Yeah. So I can't wait to discuss that. Mm-hmm. We have Ant and Dec's Limitless Win Again, mm-hmm. where we get to see if this couple, if they can win six million quid. Yes. I'll be very jealous if they do.
1: I don't think they will. I think yeah. they'll, they'll earn a chunk though. <laughs> we
0: have Martin Lewis. So Again. we're going to see what money tips he's got, which yep. we can talk with you. Mm-hmm. There wasn't any major ones this week, which is why we decided to maybe combine them into next week's show. Yeah. We have the start of Gladiators, which was a show in the UK about 20 years ago.
1: I've never seen gladiators. Oh. Gladiators
0: ready. <laughs> Contestants
1: ready. I thought you're gonna be like Avengers assemble. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen gladiators, but I'm very excited. to see It what looks it's all like about. a
0: whole hell of fun. Yeah. There wasn't any more cancelled telly shows, but I think I, you know that's probably plenty for us. Yeah. I'm in the middle of watching a John Lennon documentary on Apple TV, mm-hmm. which is focused on his murderer. I'm interested Mark to Chapman. hear
1: all about this.
0: So it's all about how the murder happened on all about his last day and all about how it never went to trial. Yeah. So it's a three-part documentary series that I'll get into next week, but it's been really good so far.
1: Yeah, looking forward to hearing about
0: that. We're probably not going to go to the cinema this week. We have got tickets we can use, but we're we not do, going yeah. to use them this week.
1: We do want to go to Priscilla, but we'll need to try and see when we can fit that in. I think
0: we'll probably go the end of the month, to be honest. Yeah. And finally, for films this week, because you chose Saltburn, Yes, so it's your turn. I'm going to choose to continue on the Fast and the Furious franchise from okay. episode one. So we're going to see Fast and the Furious number six. Okay. Vin Diesel and The Rock.
1: Let's do it. Big
0: bald men. Yep. Love it. <laughs> so that's us, guys. We also want to have a quick note that any films or shows or games that you guys are watching or would like to request that we review or you have any questions for us please please email them at weekly screening podcast at gmail.com again that's weekly screening podcast at gmail.com
1: oh you sound like a proper announcer i thought that was quite good (laughs) (laughs) the train will be departing at platform six
0: (laughs) right that's plenty
1: (laughs) we'll see you next week guys